right, we're rolling. Tell me how you been. I've been good. I've been good. How are you? No, I've been right. <laughs> uh, you still um, you still up there in uh, is it Texarkana? Yes. So um, I'm in Texas A&M, at the nearest school. So in Texarkana, like border of Texas and Arkansas. Mm. It's a pretty small town, so it was, a big, it was a big change for me to go from Houston to smallest for a smaller town, but it was pretty good. Like, the people there are amazing, and I'm pretty happy to be around that kind of environment. Yeah, so, so like, your, your, wasn't, your school wasn't shut down from, from, the, uh, uh, from the pandemic? Well, at first, we were just going to, like, I'm pretty sure everybody was like this, but at first, we were just leaving off for spring break, and... Then after that, I had a few conversations with a few professors, and they said that they were going to move everything online. And I was already taking online classes, so it was not a big problem for me. The only biggest thing was moving back home and not being around people and not doing things. I'm a really active person, so I like to be around and do stuff. And being at home kind of sucks. Oh, so you're back? Yeah, I'm back now. So I've been back since March after, like, spring break the whole month. And at first it was really tough, but now I'm good. I'm accepting it. Been here. I've done my classes. I just finished yesterday. Yeah, um, what a lot. A lot of schools, you know, they, they they like shut down the dorms, so no students are staying at at, at staying there. Um, but some schools, I think, like Prairie View, has still has like some students uh, living in their dorms. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, with my school too, they had they sent out an email saying that if we lived there, that we could go back. But my mom was not having that. Like, she did not want me to go back. So I couldn't go back. And um, there were a few students over there. But it's more like everything has to be under the law and under the requirements of social distancing. So nobody could really go together to different places. Everybody has to kind of be in their dorms. Yeah, I heard, I heard like, Texas was planning to open up on the 23rd of this month. Yeah, they planned to open up the 1st of May everything and what's that like okay so like when i heard that they were going to open up the first day of may um i'm pretty sure everybody was ready i could feel the tension i could feel the um, activeness of that people wanted the eagerness that people wanted to open up in restaurants businesses opening but i feel like once it opened a lot of people did not care and they just kind of scattered around and did whatever they wanted to and now we're forced to having masks and we're forced to going back into quarantine because they opened up a lot of control yeah i think a lot of a lot of places did open up like hair salons and restaurants but they only have like uh like minimum um like portion of the capacity required like 25 percent yeah 25 percent yeah because some places you know like there's a maximum capacity for like fire safety like they can't have this many people but so they cut it down to like know only a quarter of the people that could fit in the places but you know uh i've um i still like um i still go out but i don't but i only go out to like come back home um uh for restaurants i just order takeout and you know i i do take precautions which that's that's like the only thing that you know, really concerns me just taking precautions, not really avoiding this. 
it's it's not really healthy for anyone just to just stay in the house all uh, for for two months. I agree. I definitely agree because as soon as everybody started going out and working, thank God that my stepfather still. Um, it's like he's an essential worker, so he's working. Uh, but I know many families are stuck at home. Um, so I know that's from. I know that triggers a lot of mental. Um, traumas, emotional traumas, a lot of people that don't really get along with their families or they just don't like being at the house. It kind of does transition into like depression or anxiety. So I do understand that, that aspect of just staying home and wanting to go out. So um, I also do go out, but only to like work out, to the park, take my dog out for a walk. Um, and then some people that I do see, they like want to talk to you. So you say hello, they all want to say hello. Um, is this for that human interaction? A lot of people are missing it. And not being able to do things and going out is really um, affecting a lot of people. Yeah, la last thing I want to do is like stay, like, um, <laughs> is just stay locked in my house and just be alone with my thoughts. That's the last thing I want to do because um, <coughs> I just uh, get to, if, if I get to thinking, then I get curious and I just start looking at stuff that, uh, that I, I regret looking up, you know, like, like on, like I, on YouTube, I, I look up scary stories, which I know they're not going to let me sleep at night, but I still. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> funny thing about horror stories, like when you look, like it's, you know, like you know, uh, a video and it's just images, but there's someone telling you a horror story. Um, I want to, the funny thing about that is I want to get a gun now because I feel like most of these horror stories, they're not like monsters or anything. It's like mostly people trying to break in or, uh, you know, you're alone, you're alone walking down the street and, and like this creepy guy starts following you and, and like most of this but, stuff, like, yeah. I'm sorry, what you say? Is it like animated horror stories that you watch? No, it's like, uh, it's like this dude on YouTube, Mr. Nightmare. He just, uh, tells stories. It's just like images and like, like spooky music in the background while he tells it and it's it's not like and same same thing with horror movies the thing about horror movies i don't like you know i don't like horror movies that like have like supernatural stuff in it like like jason or paranormal activity any of those i like some like human element like a horror story for me is like american psycho or like saw or or um well, what's that? Uh, the Joker. I, I think that's a horror mm -hmm. movie because there's nothing out of the realm of possibility. It's all stuff that could happen. Like the Joker is a, a dude fighting with mental issues, then he becomes psychotic, and 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 the city uh, uh, that uh, that's uh, written with crime, then like starts to revolt. Uh, that's like something that scares me because there, there's no superpower. People with superpowers. There's no people with nothing that is disproven no aliens no 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 ghosts it's just in the it's just people and their flaws and that's what that's what scares me personally yeah because it's actually because it, it can actually happen people can go beyond what's normal or beyond what's acceptable and is go with their own train of thought or whatever they're feeling and actually do things which that is actually pretty scary i've actually liked horrors like horror movies we've been watching a bunch of like conspiracy videos or 
one of the top 10 haunted places or what one of the top 10 scary stories um a lot a lot of animated horror stories you should get into that like a lot of the stories that people have experienced is really funny to me i've checked some animated i checked some animated stories out um and yeah and also conspiracies that's also scary but yeah the thing is i'm not thinking about conspiracies i'm not into like like what the government is hiding, like the moon landing or 9-11 was an inside job. I'm not into like those conspiracies, but what I am into is like, like, I don't know, it's on Netflix. I don't know the, like the two killings of Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke was like, was uh, this singer from the, uh, from the from the 50s and 60s who was like, um, who was killed by a, uh, by a hotel owner. And there's a lot of, you know, mystery as to why it happened. Like those type of, and they, the, the conspiracy is that um, that he was uh, one of the first artists, uh, and he was and he was black. That, uh, but he was a black artist, but he was one of the first artists period to like start uh, make his own record company and go uh, sell his records uh, uh, individually, like not mm-hmm. not from not not sign the record deal and make other people money, but he he made his own money. And he was getting too powerful because other artists, he was assigning other artists to do, to do the same. And that's why in like the, in like these rich and powerful, uh, uh, uh corporations, uh, had him killed. It's something like that, but not like the, uh, like, like, I don't know if you heard like the, uh, flat earth that, uh, conspiracy that it's just stupid. No. I mean, like, whenever you talk about conspiracies or just things that happen back, like, throughout history with people, how they came about, like you said, like, like, um, man that came up and did his own thing. I've also been looking into stuff like that just because it's really interesting to see the history that, you know, schools and the core curriculum never talks about. Ooh, my phone's about that. Okay. Sorry, it was my phone. So I like to look into a lot of that history because not only is it very interesting to know about and it's also very educational and just informative to you, but there's a lot of things you can actually take from those people that have done things with their lives or done things for other people that are never talked about, like in our textbooks. The only thing that you see in our tech, like in the textbooks that they show us is um, white American history that they kind of whitewashed us to know we never know really more about what's happened or in detail beyond that so i like what you said about you know you looking into stuff like that so and just going back to the whole thing with the conspiracies um i like to look into these conspiracies in general because they're interesting and now that we're in quarantine it kind of just kill time but it's interesting to just think outside the box every now and then to like oh my gosh this could have actually happened or what if this is going on around the world or these stories or these experiences that people actually went through or could possibly have gone through. But like, that can't be good for people to just take that in. It's, it's like good to like look into it every once in a while, like, um, like watch a documentary and like, and then like leave it alone and just think about it for a while. And, and, Oh yeah. But when you like you're obsessed with when you get obsessed with it and it's something you get addicted to that's that's not really a that's not really a good way to live when you're questioning everything like every like even when you go when you go to pay pay your taxes you 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 like try to yeah and you're you're and you're scared of where your money's going 
Like, or when you're yeah, going to the when you're going to the grocery mm-hmm. store and what billionaire is poisoning poisoning our food? Like that's not that's, that that does not sound like a good way to live when you're just questioning everything. I mean, when you're skeptical, when you're skeptical about it and just question every little single thing, um, it does not let you live and let you live life in general. But it is kind of good to think outside the box or think beyond you already know as normal because he's living life without actually thinking or going beyond like asking those questions asking questions is really healthy especially if you're always presented with the same thing if you could ask questions and kind of think about it more thoroughly and more deep it is healthier because it does exercise your brain it exercises the critical thinking that you kind of go through um, just for the practice of it of course because then you can generalize and build your own perspective on how things are and the ideas and it helps you develop that way of thinking later on even just having conversations with people um, i think just thinking critically and being able to think outside what your normal is can help you just carry out different conversations with different people and like it's hard to do it like when it like the bigger it is the worse it is like like the kennedy assassination and like these uh, BS theories they try to give us like the magic bullet that it that because like there was only one shooter or there's more than one shooter yeah. or you know it's like it, it gets ridiculous at some points that's uh, to a point but you know it's good it, right. it's sometimes good to look, look into yeah but um what made you want to start a podcast <laughs> I said, what made you want to start a podcast? I was bored, and uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I didn't even have, I didn't have no equipment uh, except for this this microphone I had to order. And mm-hmm. uh, if you've seen the first episode, I record, I shot it with my phone, and you know, not a lot of, didn't, you know, I try to keep, you know, the episode short because like I said, if I get a phone call, it, it, it's not not a really a good way. Because if I get a phone call, it's it's gonna ruin everything. But yeah. Yeah. So, what made me want to what made me want to start it is like, you know, I've been watching a lot of uh, uh, podcasts on on YouTube and listening to some, and I was like, this is like a really interesting way. And like before, I wanted to start a podcast. Like I wanted to do um, I wanted to do stand up. Uh, find some places that do uh, open mic and mm-hmm. I couldn't find any nearby. Uh, there's one place that I could, but uh, it's a bar and like, they wouldn't let me perform until I, cause I'm under 21, which is ridiculous. But you know, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I couldn't like, when I found out I couldn't do stand up uh, for right now, now that, and now it's even harder cause of social, uh, this, the pandemic that happened. So I won't, now, when I found out I couldn't do it, like I say, like you know, I'm gonna start a. I could just start a podcast because most most podcasts I, I watch and listen to on YouTube are are like comedians comedians who who start one, and that's like the the best thing to watch because it's like just joke after joke after joke, even when they talk about serious su- subjects. And that's mm-hmm. a problem. And what I figured is that's a problem I have. You know, I I have like no filter 
when I speak. Uh, and I have a sense of humor that I can't turn off no matter what. You know, I make, you know, and it's got me in trouble many times at school. Um, many, many times at school. But uh, I decided, like, if I start a podcast, like, I could, like, this could be something, like, entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're starting now, so it's pretty good. A lot of people want to start something, but they never actually do it. So I want to be able to do my own podcast one time or, like, sometime soon, but I do procrastinate because I'm a bit of a perfectionist. If I want to know exactly what I want to talk about, kind of organize myself, and then see if people are really going to be interested in watching it. So I, I actually do admire the fact that you just started a podcast no matter what. You just went about what you wanted to do and started it is having conversations with people and with practice and, you know, with experience that you go through, you'll develop a lot more content whenever you do talk or are able to do these, you know, episodes. Yeah, having I, your own. Yeah, I didn't want to like this be like about one thing. I don't want about, I, I didn't want it to be like all about sports or all about comedy or all about, you know, uh, school. I want to be about everything. That's why uh, I decided to like have you on here because I've had uh, most of my friends. Uh, I have like I had most of my friends. You know, they were uh, football player. They're mostly football players and, and athletes. And I had one one guy who wasn't uh, who didn't play football, but he was a, he's a YouTuber. So uh, like I'm trying to like expand like the range in of you know the um, of who I have. So there's like you know, it's something for everybody to watch, you know, so that's why I brought, that's why I had you on here, you know, uh, because, you know, um, I just want to be more diverse, basically, as a, you know, a, in the content I create. Yeah, that's good. I mean, even then, you could kind of do something like a community outreach project where you talk to different people, like you're doing now, and see what their interests are, what they're doing, their talents, what's going on in their life, or if they even have a business going on, just kind of promoting it out there. For people to just venture out and see that there's a lot of people that are, have resources and that are useful, useful or just a source that people can network with. So I do think that you broadening up your content and just having more people coming in, having different conversations would help you out too. Which is interesting. Um, I get what you're saying that you didn't want to just have a specific thing to talk about. You wanted to bring more people in yeah. and just have. I don't know what the name, like, what is your basic name, like, for your podcast that you have? Like, what do you mean, my basic thing? Like, whenever, like, people have podcasts, they'll have, like, um, hashtag, like, um, I don't know if you know Gary V. He has a hashtag um, Tea Time with Gary B. So they just have like different conversations about the like about stuff. Um, I don't really have one, you know. Uh, I just you know, uh, one it's because one podcast that one of my like one of my favorite podcasts, and this is like one of the biggest podcasts in the world, is uh the Joe Rogan Experience, and he has <laughs> like I just decided to like you know make it be uh he inspired me to make it because. You know he's a he has like three he has three jobs he's a stand up comedian and he he's a UFC commentator and he and he and he does a podcast and like the people he has like he had Elon Musk uh, on on his podcast just a few days ago 
And he also had Neil. He also has Neil deGrasse Tyson. He has a few of his comedian friends. He has people who've been to prison. People who work for the for the CIA. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he has like this broad spectrum of people. He has like, and he just names of numbers the episodes. He doesn't like talk about anything specific. But every every time he brings someone on, he is something interesting. Like when, oh. like one, one, like I saw his episode with Neil deGrasse uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know, and it was, and it blew my mind that, you know, he, they were talking about gravity, you know, some simple as gravity. Uh, they talked about it for like 10 minutes, uh, maybe even more, 15, 20. I, I don't even know because I was so, so like, it, it was a big mindfuck, excuse my language, but um, that basically Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, for those who don't know, is a, is a physicist. He is on the show Cosmos. Uh, and he basically explained gravity. You know, we we can explain gravity is like uh, what what it is, but what causes it is the cur curvature in space and time. And when I found that, when when I when I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh my god! Like I want to. He says he can't explain it past that because that's all that's all we are. That that that's where we're at right now. But. Basically, the thing, reason gravity exists is because there's a curvature in space and time. That's what uh, Einstein tried to uh, prove, and that's what, that's as far as we, that's as much as we know from gravity. So, so basically, like, it was like amazing to me to find like find that out, and and like so that that's what you know like this uh, uh, inspired me to like just like you know indiscriminately i'm just have uh people i know on the podcast that i want to have on yeah so it's not basically like a specific thing you just want to go ahead and have it different episodes with people different conversations okay i see what you're doing yeah it's just, pretty good yeah, yeah. i've seen you have, have a conversation and pretty good not that you're starting it a lot of people wouldn't start it yeah. so you're taking Quarantine to do something that you wanted to do. Yeah. And like reason, I, I have you on here because like you, you know, you um, is uh, I want to ask you some things like uh, going back to high school. You you uh, you were like basically basically one of the smartest people I've ever met, and I wanted to like ask you what was it like to you know uh, be top ten percent and be able to go to any school you wanted to. Oh, okay. Um. Well, first of all, I didn't think I was that smart at all. Uh, whenever I first received like my GPA for my freshman year, just kind of going back to the classes that I was taking, I did not think I was top 10%. Like not until I received like that, I was 75 out of a thousand something students. I was like, oh my God, dang. And I started taking more classes um, after I started well, after I stopped doing sports, because I had to take care of household things and responsibilities, I had to take care of my sisters and pick them up and help them out with their homework as whenever my mom went off to go work. So that's what a lot of people don't know. I did a lot of things. Like I sacrificed a lot of things that I wanted to do just because I had to help. And I was the oldest child, the oldest sibling out of all of my cousins. And everybody kind of looks up to me for the things that I'm doing, the things that I want to work towards. And after not doing track, and track was like my favorite thing to do. I love track. 
um, I was oppressed. I was oppressed for a long time. And I wanted to do something that I can invest my time into and be known for. Before I left, I did for sure. I always told myself I wanted to leave a legacy. No matter what, I wanted to leave my name somewhere. So I started taking dual credit classes. Started taking English, US history. And I found, well, not that I found out, I heard that a lot of people could take more classes if they wanted to and graduate with an, with an associate's degree. It'll save them time and money whenever they go off to college. So I was like, okay, let me see if I could do this. I didn't think I was that smart. I always looked up to like, you know, we had so many Asian people in our school that were always top 10. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm as smart as them. I don't even, I feel stupid near them, right? And we didn't have much of a representation of like Hispanic people, like African-American people being up there and seeing like other students that were off the top 10, it does encourage many of the younger generations or like my sisters, of course, my friends. They're like, oh my gosh, you did this, I could do it too. So I started doing dual credit like on steroids. I went and took classes during the summer and I know a lot of other people did too, but I took more classes during the summer I took like six college classes my senior year while taking high school classes. And I had, and I was working, and I started working at Men's Warehouse. I don't know if you know that, but I started working at Men's Warehouse for like the end, like the summer going into my senior year. And started doing that, and I started taking classes. My little sister, I put her on classes as well. So she started college at the age of 15. Still doing that. She's still taking more classes. She's gonna take classes this summer too. I enrolled her in like more classes and, it, and I'm helping her out too, like if she ever needs help with it. So going back to it, just, so I started taking more classes and I ended up graduating with like 53 college credit hours, almost with my associate's degree. <laughs> yes, I started taking so many classes even though I was working a full-time job and I was the youngest person working at the job. I literally had to learn everything about suits and numbers. We had so many meetings with our vice president and our regional manager. And I was learning, I was learning how to sell and how to be like a manager almost. And I had to learn how to sew and do alterations. Yes. So I did a pretty good job just um, knowing that I could do things, I could be so determined to do things, even though I'm outworked, even though I'm going through a lot of things at home. And I ended up graduating with the most college hours out of our, like, out of the history of Pine Forest. So that, that is where I left my name. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw, but whenever I, whenever we, like, had to walk the stage, all of the people, like the board of committee that was sitting there, all stood up and like, they were asking me questions and they all shook my hand in the middle of naming names, of like calling out names for the people. And they were like, oh my gosh, how does it feel like, for like, how does it feel that you graduated with so many college hours? Where are you going next? Like, how were you, like, how did you do it? I was like, honestly, I don't know. All I did was like, add more classes to my schedule, even despite the fact that it seemed impossible to do high school and college all at the same time for so many things and then working like 40 hours, like 40 plus hours a week. It was crazy. And I know I could have gone to any other school, but the school that I'm going to, they offer me like a full ride. So 
I didn't really have to pay anything. And I'm literally going to graduate with my bachelor's degree at the age of 20, 21, I think. Yeah. So I'm going to be done soon. So Are right you? now, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking all of my like, core upper class classes. So it's pretty crazy. Like you just like you describe just describing that just stressed me out. Like I cannot. I it was so stressful, and a lot of people do not realize or ever have even like come and ask me exactly. Like only a few people that actually know me and actually took the time to like ask me like, so what you like? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? How are you feeling? How are you like? How are you doing as a person? And I'm always like, I am stressed. Because not only am I taking care of me, but I want, I'm taking care of my sisters. And I'm taking care of my mom and my, my old and my stepfather also started his own business. And I'm dealing and administrating it by home, by my computer. And I had no one to teach me anything. So I'm teaching myself how to do like bills, like invoices, and just filing and organizing all of the paperwork. And... It's been a ride, honestly, even despite the fact that I've gone through so much for the past year, um, being in high school and also being here at home, dealing with like a lot of family issues. So it was, I was so determined to leave. <laughs> I was so determined to do something. So, like, yeah. Is college easier because you took all those uh, classes in high school? Yeah, it is. Like, honestly, for me, it's not much of a hassle i enjoy having intellectual conversations with people and just kind of knowing the in and outs about certain topics that we talk about and go in depth to i'm really interested in like marketing and business that i do it on my own time like i want to do and learn things on my own time and i worked a lot of jobs too this semester i worked like three jobs while i'm taking my college classes and I was a part of so many organizations. Um, for instance, like for one, we started a women's organization in our college. I'm being like, I'm the public relations officer, hashtag marketing um, coordinator. So I handle all of the marketing. I'm doing all of the video editing and taking pictures. And we had, we had a lot of events for the Black, for Black History Month. We called it Black Future Month. We went to this conference back in College Station, and we were so inspired, so we did so many events. I, I did half of the events, I came up with like, not a half of them, but I would say like a third of the events. One of them being a fashion show. I've talked about doing a fashion show for so long that I finally did a fashion show. It was, it was amazing. I don't know if you've looked at it on my, you know, on my um, profile, and I've been promoting so many things too, so. I've actually gained so many like so much confidence just being myself and being around people that encourage me, support me. So, and also like working back then in Men's Warehouse, everybody there looked up to me. They just poured poured life to me, even even though they were like 20, 30, 40 years older than me. My manager, she was like the number two top seller out of the whole like nation. And I learned so many sales tactics through her. It was crazy. Yeah, it's been a crazy ride.
and I still like even now I'm doing an internship for this marketing company and hopefully working for the 2020 census because I I applied to it but you know this whole coronavirus kind of ruined everything so I'm still waiting back for any of the results and I'm gonna apply for this other internship for the summer and I also applied for orientation leader for the summer for my college and I'm also an FYE coach which is kind of like first year experience coach I'm gonna have my own class full of students next year and I am a junior classified junior I know it's a lot of things it's kind of out of, out of place but yeah that's me at the moment that's where I'm at that's life damn <laughs> you ever think like you know maybe you ever think to yourself like maybe I have too much on my plate uh, I'm gonna have to like let one of these things go all the time like, everybody always asks me why like you know, you need to, everybody always asks me, like, you're doing so many things. It's amazing. You're encouraging and literally making so many positive things and changes and inspires everybody. But, like, please take care of your mental health and don't burn out. And that's the first, like, this is the first year I actually felt so worn out and so tired. And I just, I was, and I kept going, though. I kept going because I love it. I love doing what I'm doing. I love to stay busy and active. But I do, I did realize that I, I did not know how to delegate with people um, just because I, I'm so used to taking a lot of, a lot of toll on myself and a lot of things to do on my own that I just didn't tell people like, hey, I need the help with certain things. And I also felt just worn out and tired, um, almost depressed because I was so, you know, when you're so worn out that you just don't don't know what else to do you're kind of in this in this place where like you you go blank for so long that's where i was at for a while um am i ready to go back to that like ready to go back and be busy yes but i really want to just prioritize what i want to do what i am good at and what i can learn from for my career of course and what i could do to help other people but yeah it was, it's, it's, it's exciting to do a lot of things, but I also realized that knowing everything or a little bit of everything does not always help. You got to be at least specialized in something for people to go to you for. So. Yeah. You just, you just made me feel so, uh, like self-conscious <laughs> and insecure. Oh, no, don't, God. don't. Don't feel that way. Cause um, back in high school, I didn't choose no. I, I chose head trauma over college courses. I chose to play football and, and all these other sports. And like, what? Honestly, a lot of people from KF have a lot of talent. They have a lot of special things, but the system or like where we're at, like the teachers and everything, it does not help us bring that out and it does not actually help us build that mold that talk about it or actually find what you want to do what you like unless you like you know top 10 or people that are very communicative to their teachers that they have that connection they're able to talk to you but there's a lot of other students that are over or underlooked or they're judged you know 
people don't really pay the time to. Problem with the school system is that um, they they never tell you that you don't need school. Uh, they never tell you that it's not for everybody. They always uh, say that you need to you need to graduate. You need to go to college. You need to get it, find a job after that. You need to retire by the time you're 63. They never tell you that like um, you know you're never um, you know, like they never tell you you know if you don't want to go to here you you can just uh, uh, find a career. I can help you find uh, uh, some in this, uh, some in that, show business, uh, art, uh, whatever. But they never, um, they never uh, tell you that you know that sometimes school isn't for everybody, and that's what a lot of people have to learn. Yeah, school isn't for everybody, and I'm not one person to be like you have to go to college. If you are skillful and you have your own, like let's say you want to start your own business, start your own business. If you're a worker, go ahead and work, get some experience, and then if you want to be able to sell a product or create a business where you sell out services of marketing which is one thing i want to get into or services of welding different things like there's so many things you do literally want to be influencer or somebody that just creates podcasts and become a content creator literally you could do that becoming a graphic designer you could do that just taking courses at your own disposable like at your home you could do so many things that school does not teach you or let's say for instance it does not inspire you or motivate you to find something that you would like it always tells you what to think um and that's what is really condensed and kind of i'm not saying it's easy for me but i can kind of work around it like okay i know this is what we need to learn this is what we need to say this is what we need to memorize just for passing but that's not being smart there's different levels of smart different kinds of intelligence there's emotional intelligence critical thinking i mean the intelligence that people think that is an overall intelligence is when you look at somebody and like oh then you did so good at school you have straight a's but then you look at them and then they have no knowledge of the world or they might have a little bit of knowledge but they don't know how to talk with people they don't know how to work out work things out by themselves or work out in the world like in the real world situation they don't know how to do that yeah, or they're not I, have really the, I have this uh, i have this joke you know saying that uh i look i look at the kids i graduated with and i look at the top 10 percent and i figured i'm gonna be fixing his car for 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 a thousand a thousand dollars one day that's like i mean because yeah like people like that are really like that nobody else could do it like them literally they could have their up they could literally charge people just to fix like certain things that for me i don't know nothing about mechanics as much um i have my car but i know how to turn it on i need i know i need to go change the oil and i need to go get it washed i need to just make sure that everything's good but other than like going in depth about a car I know nothing about, literally nothing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like you said, like with my cousin, for instance, I told him to do welding because welding in Texas is, is on high demand and it's going to grow. You can make so much money just out of that. You can make more money than people in college at the moment. You know, I was like, dude, go ahead and do that. Um, 
I'm then in the, college. Then again, I, like I said, it's, it's not it's not just about the money. Like that that's what um, where a lot of a lot of mental health issues uh, uh, come in place: depression and anxiety. Because you worry too much about the money, then you then you uh, you figure out you're it's like you're working twenty years in something that you don't love or you don't like, and you're just forcing yourself to like never be sat and you're never satisfied. So like that's why I try to not make it a, a lot about the money, but well, financial you, financial security is is some, but not to create get not to get rich but to get wealthy basically is my philosophy. Yeah, but with, so like a lot of people say, okay, I want to stick to what I want to do. Like, you know, let's see if I can make money off of what I love to. Um, a lot of people don't understand is that sometimes you need money to be able to be able to be inaccessible or be you know able to buy certain things that you need in order for you to do what you want to do like let's say i want to start my own podcast and youtube channel but i need a new camera i need a new laptop i need all of that i mean where is the money going to come from you're not just going to be like oh i'm gonna start this and see if i make money like i follow people like i don't know if you know the lady that does sprinkle of jesus she has like five different businesses under her belt multi-millionaire and another person, Gary V, he talks about, if you look at his podcast and listen to what he says, he always has different conversations with people that ask him questions like, how do I, let's say for instance, like, how do I start my own thing, but I don't want to spend a lot? Like, I don't want to, I don't want my expenses to over exceed my profit. Uh, he says, well, just get a bullshit job <laughs> or use a job that you that it does not take so much of your time. Like, let's say you work 40 hours. You work 40 hours, okay? Throughout the week, you can work on what you want to do with the money that you get. But you got to be smart enough to budget. You got to be start, smart enough to organize it. So, like, getting a job that does not take so much out of you and leaves you enough time to work on different things is basically a hustle and grind kind of thing. Let's say if I work at Waterburger or something. I work there, right? Making money. It does, and I have a schedule already. Okay, the times that I'm not working there, I could be working on my dream or what I want to do. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of, those are kind of the things that he talks about. You know, like, you know, stop worrying about what people think. Stop worrying about, like, am I even going to get a like? or, you know, somebody to listen to me. It's more about, like, what exactly is it that you want to do, that you want to be remembered for, and that you want to say, I actually did it. You know? You want to start your own podcast. A lot of people talk about starting their own podcast, but they never do. Oh, my goodness. I'm back. <laughs> you know, so he said, you know, just start, start talking about things that you know that you want to talk about or that you have an idea of. Stop worrying about what other people are going to think of you. Stop worrying about what other people already perceive of you. That's their own perception. There's a million, like, millions of people that might actually want to, like, listen to what you want to hear, like, to what you want to talk about, hear it, and be inspired by it. So now that I'm, like, saying all that, I need to start doing it for myself. I said I want to start my own business. I want to do my own podcast, potentially do a YouTube channel. But I haven't done it. And that's because I'm also very busy. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, I wish you luck in that, but I don't think you're going to need it. Um, 
you know, I, I have I have faith that you will do big things someday. And I really appreciate I really appreciate you coming on here. We've been talking for like just under forty five minutes. <laughs> but yeah, I really um, appreciate you appreciate you coming on here. You know, uh, try to make the my uh, guest list more diverse. And yeah, yes. um, anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? Yes. For all you ladies that are listening, hopefully that you are listening, I hope that you guys take this, that you could do so many things, women empowerment. And also for any of the guys or anybody out there that has a dream that wants to do something, you know, start it, don't listen to the negative voice and be confident in yourself to do anything. You guys want to follow me? I mean, go ahead and follow me at Catalyst2Cs underscore. I'll put it down. On- I'll type it down there. Thank you so much. And I just want to say good luck to you and for this like long journey that you have um, going forward with a lot of your podcasts and a lot, of, a lot of your videos. Take criticism and comments as you can for what is useful for you, what you could grow into. But, you know, continue doing what you like to do and working towards that because it's, no, it's nobody else's life but yours, you know.